surging UFC featherweight prospect Grant Dawson. Thank you so much for coming on. How is life on Fight Island right now? Uh, man, you know, I haven't really been able to experience it. I've been trapped in my room. Uh, we've been quarantined for 48 hours. So this is the last day that I'm alone in my room. And then, uh, and then I'll let you know. But as of right now, no clue. I've seen my bedroom and that's it. <laughs> All right, before we go deeper into Fight Island, I want to go way back and ask you about the Fighter House when you first started at Glory MMA and Fitness, three bedrooms, 12 fighters. How wild was it during those days? Oh, man, it, it was crazy. You know, it was a, a little town in the hood uh, <laughs> or a, a little house in the hood. Sorry. And uh, like, like you said, there was three bedrooms, one bathroom and 12 fighters. And if, if you don't know anything about fighters, we have a lot of stuff. We have a lot of training gear, uh, no garage. It, it was very tiny. I slept under a pool table for the first month that I lived there. But uh, it, it was all worth it. I moved out. I'm in my own home. You know, it, it all paid off. So uh apparently they're doing something right did you uh move out directly from underneath the pool table or did you transition to a bedroom or what, what was that situation like so yeah yeah i was uh so i started under the pool table somebody left and there was a couch uh available uh, like a bed couch available so i took that and then i had a bedroom with no door uh and then i went from a bedroom with no door to the one of the main uh rooms because people either kept leaving or or you know, moving out into their own places. But yeah, after that, I moved out into my own apartment and now I have my own house. Definitely, man. Well, you know, one day when you're fighting for the title, they're going to do a UFC countdown and you could tell that story again, right? And everybody will know about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Well, well last weekend, man, it was very uneventful time for uh, the UFC. A lot of fighters, they tested positive for COVID in Las Vegas. Were you, were you nervous while... You were in Las Vegas during that time? Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> I, uh, I always get sick uh, in the last two weeks of my fight, like somewhere in that time when I, of my camp. I always get sick, whether it's you know, a, a stomach bug or the flu or, or some type of cold. I always get sick, and I didn't this time at all. I was perfectly fine. I had a slight cough, and every time I would cough or clear my throat, I'd be like, oh, my God, it's COVID. I'm not going to be able to fight. Like, I mean, th this is going to happen. Oh, no. But four tests later, I I'm clean. I'm, uh, I've got a clean bill of health, and I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. But, yeah, it, it was freaking me out. Not so much about getting COVID. I'm young. I'm healthy. I know that I could recover if I got COVID. But just not being able to fight or, or the fear of giving it to somebody else who isn't as healthy as me, yeah, man, it, it, it's scary times, you know? Yeah, yeah, it is definitely scary times. And, uh, yeah, it's not just about yourself. It's like if you do have it, you could pass it on to somebody and it could hurt them. Now, let's get into your hotel. I've spoke to other fighters in your same location that are all in quarantine, that are in lockdown, and they have uh, a small gym, which is called their balcony, Balcony MMA. How is yours? Oh, Balcony MMA is going strong. <laughs> I just got done with a 35-minute uh, workout. I shadow boxed for about 10 minutes, and then I ran for 25, you know? And it's funny. I'm just running in a little circle. And the whole time I'm running, I, got, I just keep thinking, somebody is going to look out their window and see some idiot just running on their balcony in a circle and think, what in the world is that guy doing? But, uh, yeah, we got the sweat broken. We got, uh, we got some calories off, so it, it was all worth it. But balcony gym going strong. Yeah, how is the humidity outside? Is it, it's probably easy to break a sweat because you're in the desert. Yeah, it's like 100. And, I think I saw it's 107 today. 
which uh, it, it's not too bad, man. I'm from Missouri, uh, and before that, I was from Nebraska, and both those places are known for being pretty uh, humid. Uh, the the heat is definitely you know there, but it, it's not nearly as bad as I thought it was. I, I'm an exaggerated person. Um, they said, "Hey, it's going to be hot," and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to literally go outside and burn immediately." So. You know, I overprepared for it. Uh, it. It's not so far. It's not as bad as I thought it is, but uh, or thought it was going to be. But uh, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Fight day. It's supposed to be really hot. Fight day. So we'll see. Yeah. Did you see the the little clip that they put up of the arena? Uh, the I saw a picture of a thing on a beach. And no, not I'm that actually one. They, told... they actually have a video clip of the inside of the the arena that you guys are gonna fight in. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't. Oh, you better check it, it out when we're done. Up. You know, go on Twitter or yeah, something or, sure. or Instagram and check it out. It looks pretty yeah. crazy. It looks pretty crazy. Uh, let, let's get into your uh, your opponent, Nad Narmani. He's two and one in the UFC. You know, after watching some film on him, what is your assessment of his fighting style? Uh, you know, man, I, I say this a lot. Um, I don't think he's the best guy that I've fought, but I do think that he is the most well-rounded. Uh, and when I say best guy, I shouldn't say that. I say he's not the most dangerous guy I've fought. You know, he's won a lot of fights by decision, uh, but he is very well-rounded. He's willing to strike. He's willing to wrestle. And he's willing to, you know, do jujitsu. Um, he's a black belt. He's got a good fundamental ground game. He's short and stocky. Uh, you know, I, I just can't see how he beats me, though. You know, uh, barring some freak accident where he clips me on the way in I, I don't see how he beats me I think that I'm just going to be too big too strong uh my pressure is going to be too much and and if all else fails I can always rely on my wrestling I can take him down and, and submit him when you fight a guy or when you're preparing for a guy that goes to, de to decisions a lot and wins them are you comfortable with chasing somebody around the octagon and, and kind of making them fight instead of kind of like letting them come to you you know, man, I would say my style forces you to fight me. Uh, I don't think, I think the guys that I'm going to struggle the most with are really long rangy strikers that know how to touch and get out, touch and get out. But at some point you're going to have to stand your ground and you're going to have to fight me. And once that happens, I'm either going to land big strikes or I'm going to take you down or I'm going to put you on the cage. Uh, the thing about Nad is he's a decision guy, but he's not really, uh, He's not running from his opponents. He likes to take the center. He likes to, uh, you know, be aggressive with his striking or his grappling. So I don't think finding him is going to be the hard part. I think that, you know, his fire is going to meet my fire and whoever's flames bigger is going to end up walking away. And so that's something that we've been focusing on is putting out more volume uh, and, and just being offensive 24-7. Offense, 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 go last, end last, start first, you know. I saw that this fight has been contracted at catchweight 150. Why the fight? Why was the fight set at, at that weight? Man, it's crazy times right now, you know, with uh, COVID going on. Uh, I'm sure that, you know, he's dealing with uh, dealing with stuff himself. You know, uh, I'm dealing with training uh, arrangements. And then not to mention that just the flight, you know, uh, I wasn't expecting a catchweight. I was ready to make 145. Uh, they came back with, with an offer of 150, and I'm not going to say no to an extra four pounds. So uh, yeah, I said no yes. Doubt. Apparently he said yes to – yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, you know, it, five pounds, 155, 145, 175. It doesn't matter. You know, he's a 45er. I'm a 45er. Uh, the person who wins this fight's getting ranked, and that's all that matters.
14 out of 15 wins or finishes. Where do you see a finish most likely happening in this fight? Man, I've been working so hard on my striking. I've been working so hard on the danger factor uh, with my striking, but I, I'm going to rely on Old Faithful here. I think that it's going to be me pressing him, pushing the pace. I think he's going to make a mistake and I'm going to capitalize, whether that be with striking or a submission. Personally, I see myself submitting him. Uh, he is a black belt and he is a very good black belt, but um, my uh, my ground game is is some of the best in them in MMA. I think that my MMA grappling is some of the best in the world, and in my opinion, the best in this division. Putting a black belt on the mantle is is something that, of a, an accomplishment, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You know, but I, I if we were fighting in the gi, that would mean something to me. We're we're fighting in MMA. Don't don't show me your black belt in ping pong if we're playing tennis you know this isn't ping pong this is tennis and and i'm going to be scoring way more points than him is there more pressure going into each fight moving forward because you are this highly touted featherweight coming up uh you know man uh pressure is something the weak-minded made up themselves I, I don't believe in pressure what is pressure uh it's nothing it's a mental thing and i'm a mental monster so I don't believe in pressure. I don't think that, that that's real. Um, fighter A versus fighter B. How does my skills do against his skills? And what are the best things that I can do to prepare for him? I, I don't think there's any extra pressure added to this. I don't think there'll be any extra pressure added to uh, when I fight for a world title. I, I know that I'm the best in this division, and anybody under me is going to fall. So, so there's no reason to put more pressure on myself. Looks like there's going to be a VIP royalty in attendance for the fights. Does that put an uh, added extra to the experience of fighting there? Does it give like this movie vibe? I, I didn't even know that until you told me, man. <laughs> uh, I, I don't fight for anybody but myself. You know, mm -hmm. I don't have kids and I maybe someday when I do have kids, this will change. But I hear fighters talking about them fighting for their families and fighting for this. And the only thing that I fight for is myself. My mom and dad love me whether I win or lose. My girlfriend loves me whether I win or lose. My coaches and my friends love me whether I win or lose. And, and so winning and losing is only for me. I do this for me. And I don't care if the, the Queen of England is watching or, or nobody at all. That's why it doesn't bug me when I step into a, an arena with 10 million fans or, or an arena with 10. After your last fight, you were looking to fight Darren Elkins. And, uh, you know, that never happened. But would you fight him after this fight, getting a win on Fight Island and, and moving forward the next one? I will only be accepting somebody in the top 15 after this fight. Uh, I do want to fight Darren Elkins, but purely because uh, I'm such a big fan. Um, he just lost a fight to a guy who I think sucks. And uh, so, so Darren Elkins is off my radar. If he puts a string together, I would be more than willing to fight him. But after this fight, after I beat Nad, it's top 15 or bust. I've got goals to make. I told everybody that would listen by the end of 2020, I'm going to be ranked in the top 15 and that is still my goal and I won't accept anything else. So you must have a, a call out locked and loaded after this fight, then. <laughs> I do. I do indeed. And a backup just in case. All right. All right. I'm looking forward to it, man. July 18th, UFC Fight Island, Abu Dhabi. Grant, thank you so much for the time. Good luck. Be safe. And, uh, and I'll be watching, man, from my TV. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for the interview. I loved it.